his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. 97.1 FM Talk. This is Wiggins America. We have John Leckie. He's a data, data journalist at Rent.com. And spearheading Rent.com's editorial research department. So let's start with just the overall report. Where are we at in America right now with rent prices? Well, you know, rent prices um, in, in August... Um, were, were the second highest um, that we've re- ever recorded. Um, they actually hit uh, the highest we ever recorded this time last year, so in August of 2022, um, and, and we failed to reach that mark by about $2 um, this August. Um, so, so prices are actually down year over year. Um, they're up almost a percent uh, month over month. Um, yeah, so that's uh, I think that's, that's kind of where we're at. So isn't that pretty common, though? I mean, we're all talking about, oh, man, it's historic rates of rent. But aren't we always almost at, like, the highest rent has ever been at any given moment? Yeah, I mean, in general, um, you know, rents are constantly rising. You know, there's very few times in which year-over-year prices are down. Um, you know, the, the level will fluctuate. You know, the level tends to get higher in, in, the, in the summer, dip in, in the, uh, the fall and, and winter, and then rise back up again in the spring. But, yeah, in general, it, it, it's an upward trend. So the big news, though, is that it has risen exponentially fast. I mean, this is stuff that everybody's talking about, not just uh, you know us who are in news. This is stuff that people are talking about <clears throat> at lunch and over the water cooler type stuff, that rent is has soared in outrageous measures over the last, what, three years? Yeah, I mean, over three years, we're up 18.5%, um, which is which is really, uh, really extreme. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, that is where the, the, the big news is, is that, um, you know, rents have risen um, an extreme amount. You know, over the course of the pandemic, even, so we go back four years, we're up 25%. Um, and, and in dollar terms, that's over $400. Um, and so $400 on top of a monthly rent bill, um, they, yeah, that's going to get people's attention. John Leckie spearheads rent.com's editorial research department. So this is where I wanted to dig in with you a little bit here, just just real briefly. So we all know that uh, interest rates have gone up to battle inflation. Is that the cause of a rise in rent? I mean, what is the root cause of this, in your opinion? Well, you know, I think the root cause, I think, you know, the, the, the interest rates are having an effect. Um, but, I, you know, rents really started to rise very rapidly, well before they started raising interest rates. And I think in, in one sense, they, they started raising interest rates to, to bring down rent prices, to yeah. stop some of that growth. Um, and, but I think in general, what has happened is as, as the pan- pandemic took over, people started to move away 
from sort of these core cities. Um, you know, and, you know they, they were they wanted to get more space. They they didn't have to work from the office, um, and so that started increasing demand in, in suburbs and in exurbs and, and rising prices there. Um, and then as that happened, you had a little bit of a dip in the in the core cities, and we got further into the pandemic. Um, people realized how we could live with the pandemic, and, and so those those lower prices in the core cities attracted more people. Um, and so then you had a situation where prices are rising in the core cities and in the suburbs and the exurbs, um, and that just sort of has perpetuated itself um, as the housing market took off um, and, and as the economy um, continued to heat up. John, it's funny when you say that, it's the first time I've ever really connected those two things in my head, that on one hand, they're saying, well, rent's too high. We need to battle and we need to bring down rent and inflation by raising interest rates, which just makes housing more expensive. And then, you know, landlords just pass that on to renters. I've never really connected that those two things don't make sense. But what I also hear you say in there is that people are moving out of cities. And so the demand for housing in, in sort of the the suburbs and you said exurbs has gone up and that's driven a lot of this rent increase. Yeah, that's correct. You know, we've done some studies where we've noticed that rents are actually rising faster now um, in the suburbs than they are in the core cities. Um, and that, that's directly related to um, this dynamic of people moving away from cities. You know, and I think in, you know, talking about the, um, the interest rates, you know, I think at the beginning, as, as housing prices really took off, um, that that contributed some to the rise in interest rate or the rise in, in rents. Um, but now, as interest rates have gotten so high, we're, and we've we've been in this situation for for a little bit longer. I think now it's 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 keeping people from moving. Um, people want to stay where they're at because they have you know preferable um, interest rates where they are. They don't want to sell as much. Um, they're not needing. Um, you know, rental properties in the meantime between sort of selling one house and the other. Um, and so that that is another thing that has, that has decreased demand a little bit and, and help help uh, bring down some of those prices. John, I realize that as, you know, I'm, I'm winding up here and, and kind of closing out this interview, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question that as a data journalist, it's not really the kind of thing I should ask you because it's more about psychology. But I would like to know your opinion since you study these these kinds of things. <clears throat> Is it a psychological thing that we all went through in the pandemic, you think, that people kind of, they housed down and they realized how much more important housing was at that time? Do you think that contributed to it at all? Yeah, I mean, probably a little bit, you know, I mean, and I think, but I think more than anything in, in that kind of vein, it was... So I think it's the work from home um, policies in which, yeah. you know, and I think this is a big thing that's driving sort of the, the rising prices in the suburbs is that people are making the calculation that, you know what, I'm willing to, um, to, to have a longer commute, fewer days a week uh, and live further away um, fr- from, you know, uh, from those core cities um, to, to to save a little bit of money on rent, to get a little bit more room, because now I have to work from home and I need a space for my office. Um, and so I think those are the things that are really, really kind of driving um, some of those decisions. John Leckie, data journalist at rent.com. Do you want people connecting with you, finding you anywhere? Uh, yeah, you can look at our, our, our research at uh, rent.com slash research. Uh, that's where you can find everything I've, I've talked about today. Sounds good. American Media Export. Wiggins, America. I wanted to take that interview about rent, not necessarily because of specifically rent. I know many, I would say most of you listening right now probably own your home and they're not renting or some variation of that. Uh, It's fine if you are. I'm, I'm just saying I don't think the bulk of our audience probably is renting. 
but it is indicative of the economy and it's indicative of the cost of living, which is just outrageous right now. I don't know if it's just me or if the, the, the people that I've been talking to randomly, but it seems like so many more people are talking right now about the cost of groceries and cars and housing than ever before. I always see that meme that says, like, here's a house your grandparents could have bought in the... Well, this is Gen Z doing this. Uh, grandparents could have bought in the 1960s and 70s, and it's a picture of a nice house. Here's the one your parents could have bought in the 80s and 90s. Picture of another nice house. Here's the one you buy, and it's just a shack, you know, because the, the price of a house is so high right now. It's crazy, and that really does drive so many other things. I wanted to bring this story up since we are talking about the cost of living. This week, McDonald's launched an initi- initiative called One in Eight to honor this community of McDonald's employees and alumni. What they're saying is, and I guess they can back this up statistically because the article is suggesting that they have, one out of every eight Americans has worked at McDonald's in their lifetime. Isn't that incredible? This whole thing that McDonald's is launching is, you know, it's a PR thing. Members of the one in eight crew will have access to exclusive programming like mentorships and Alums, reunions with former teammates, and more, the company explained. I mean, they're having trouble getting workers, so they have to do all this stuff. But isn't that incredible? One in eight Americans, they say, has worked at McDonald's, excuse me, at some point in their life. That's pretty incredible. And if you're working at McDonald's, look, the, the solution to these things, it's so funny that so many people will say, well, the solution is to just make minimum wage higher. And <laughs> I, I love there's their viral videos on this now. Where they say, well, what what should what should the minimum wage be? And they say, well, I think it should be a twenty dollars. Oh, and the, the person asking them goes, well, why not twenty five? And they go, well, yeah, I agree. And they go, well, why not thirty? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I agree. I would make a lot more money if I was making thirty dollars an hour. Okay, well then, how about forty? Where does it stop? Like, why did you come to the conclusion that that's the point at which everything would be better for you? I agree. But the only way for us to get out of the inflation hit that we're feeling is for wages to grow up. <laughs> I can't believe I just said grow up. Go up. For wages to go up. They need to grow up too. Get a job. Uh, but that takes time. You can't force, you can't use more government to force wage increases because the market wouldn't be ready for it. And then you force businesses out of business. And then what happens? Well, then wages go way down. Uh, it's just incredible to me that the people don't think that stuff through. And we just in what, two minutes have just talked through the problems associated. You just let the market do what it does. In fact, inflation is caused by what the government has done. They spent too much money. They printed too much money. They have the ability and the legal right to do that, and they use it at every possible turn, especially when you have this administration in there. All right, let's take a quick break, and we will be back. This is going to be a full show. Old Roy, Trisha, all here. We're back together. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.